Welcome to Sunflower Living, a podcast that believes that life is always worth living. I'm Abile. And I'm Blinky. And welcome to our working philosophies on life and living with mental illness. Before we get started, we are not mean health professionals. All opinions expressed in this podcast are our own. We're going to be talking about taking responsibility, which I think can sometimes be a tricky word, but I think is worth being embraced, especially in, you know, regards to, you know, whatever someone might be dealing with in terms of mental illness. I agree. I think it's really taking accountability for yourself. And I know that that's kind of a fine line because um, we've talked about how debilitating the diseases can be. And so it's also important to note that we're not saying, um, we're not saying that, oh, it's easy, but we're saying that there are often times when we are able to take charge, are able to take steps um, towards a path of healing or managing better. And that is really our responsibility as sufferers. No, totally. And I think if in, in, you know, even in my experience, I would say that, you know, in owning it and sort of saying that, okay, this is what my issue is. And this might be, you know, there may be instances where you're tempted to almost use this as an excuse. Not doing so almost empowers you. Would you agree with that? I would. I mean, I think the best way for me to explain it is to use one of my experiences is that Mm -hmm. when the darkness really overwhelms, there are definitely days where I just want to stay in bed. And as much as one or two days where I'm just doing the bare minimum is okay. But for me to stay in bed for a whole week and do nothing and not show up in my life is not okay. And so sometimes I feel like um, when that happens, I say, oh, well, you know, it's the disease. When, a, when in actual fact, it's just me not wanting to face life. And that's, that's not fair on the people around me. That's not fair um, to, to myself even. And so it's yeah. important in that point for me to take responsibility and say, okay, I need help. Um, and sometimes that's that's all it is. It's 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 mm. being able to to reach out and say, I I need some help right now. I'm not able to manage this on my own. Yeah, absolutely. And to sort of say, I think, I mean, even in my own experience, I've had times where I have used my mental illness as an excuse to not face life. And I wouldn't say I regret those moments, but I would say that I've I've learned how to be kinder to myself from those moments, but also to be honest about what it is that I'm going through, especially in terms of, Mm. you know, I think being honest about what you're going through, whether it is in a workplace situation, a schooling situation, you know, is, forms a part of taking responsibility. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it can be absolutely, it can be absolutely terrifying, but I think, you know, 
I often say that, you know, if you're honest about what it is you're going through or why you weren't able to do something, or maybe, for example, you know, me being in university, I've asked for extensions before. Um, and I've been honest with my lecturers and saying that this is what I'm going through right now. And they've been very receptive to that. And if anything, have worked with me to assist me, you know, in what it is I'm going through. So I think, you know, in a big way, often, you know, responsibility does come with a lot of different adjectives. But in that way, you are able to almost immerse yourself, not just in the bad, but also in the resources that are available to you. I think, you know, one of the things that can be really difficult is to be proactive about the disease. I think a lot of the time there's such a stigma attached to anything related to mental illness that people who feel even an inkling are afraid to speak up, are afraid to even seek help. And so in in a sense for me, I feel like, you know, it's Mm -hmm. it's sometimes a double-edged sword. It's this... (laughs) take responsibility and potentially not get help and potentially, um, you know, be ostracized or, you know, do nothing and be immersed in the toxicity of what the symptoms can be and then feel worse. And so I feel like it's our responsibility to really be a part of ending the stigma. And I mean, we say this a lot, but I feel like society has to get to a point where like any other chronic disease, um, we treat mental illness in the same way. And I mean, definitely. And I would say, you know, those steps have, I mean, even in the last five years, I would say there's been a huge shift to ending the stigma and saying that even to people who may have been resistant in the past to to actually acknowledging it, there is that sort of forward step to say, okay, I can sort of see how this is a thing. But in ending the stigma, we also have, I mean, I think, you know, taking responsibility for oneself and even bringing it into the forefront, whether it be, in a romantic relationship or in your family relationships, that is, you know, such a powerful step to take because it says that I'm not going to hide from this mm. and this is what it is and this is very real for me and you can take it however, but it's not something I'm willing to hide from anymore. I like that. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about just... Um, when I received my diagnosis and how Mm -hmm. I had two feelings. The one was, wow, okay, I can name it. Now Mm -hmm. I know what it is. And Mm -hmm. so that felt good. But the other was this resistance to say, I don't want to have a mental illness. Yeah. Um, I want to have a cold and you can give me (laughs) something to take for it. Yeah. And then it's going to be over. And I feel like a lot of the times there's a lot of emotional, like, difficulty that just surrounds that. And so I feel like a lot of people struggle to take responsibility because they haven't accepted the diagnosis. And so, um, yeah, I think, I, think, I think that's that's difficult. And then on top of that, not mm-hmm. having a diagnosis is also so difficult because you're just like, oh no, this is a personality trait or, um, you know, you don't know what's going on. And so I, you know, I just think that there's, there's so much there. There's so much in that space that, that is tricky. 
No, totally. And I think there's there's always like, you know, coming back to stigma for a second, it's always like, you know, okay, yeah, I've got this diagnosis. I kind of know what it is. I can work with this. But then it's also the backlash of, but then what is everyone going to think? Do you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people are not readily able and or willing to really dig into what, um, for example, you know, clinical depression might be. So then they kind of just roll with it and you're afraid that people will remove themselves from you so that they don't have to deal with it, Um, which I have experienced and had seen. But again, it's not my fault. Do you know what I'm saying? And so in realizing, A, you're not really at fault because it is just how, it is just the way that you are, but also simultaneously coming back to responsibility, it is understanding why you are the way you are so that you can better cope regardless of medication. And I think that's probably, you know, something we'll delve into a bit more in a a different episode. But yeah, I think that's just my thoughts on that, especially in a general sense. I think you, you touched on something that's really um, that we don't talk about enough mm-hmm. is that beyond the beyond the reaction of others, there's yeah. also this, I don't know how to put it. I think there's this sense that we need to, there's this sense that we need to demystify the yeah. disease. Like we need mm-hmm. to have more knowledge about them. And I think yeah. that as you're learning, once you've got a diagnosis, as you're learning more about it, it helps not only you, but it helps those around you. And no, I think absolutely. that's part of why, like you say, a lot of people will pull away because they are, they're using what they think they know versus mm-hmm. actual information. Um, and yeah. I think that we really have to, we have to get to a point where we're talking about it more. We're talking about the symptoms. We're talking about managing it in a way that we talk about other chronic diseases, like I said. And I think that that's something that, um, yeah, that's something that we need to work on. I don't even know, like, how do we engage other people? (laughs) Um, We're using, we're using the podcast, but I, I don't know how we get it to be something that's taken more seriously. No, definitely. Because I mean, I've been in situations or even seen it or heard about it from, you know, my my friends personally, where it's so easy for someone to dismiss it, but not actually, it's not malice, but it is, I'm not capable of understanding this because I don't get it. So it's just not there, you know, and there is that need for empathy with other people, but also to know that it's fine if they don't get it, you know. Yeah. yeah. And we've talked about senses. that before. Exactly. And yeah. And that's something that we just have to have to make peace with and hopefully yeah. um, get to a get to a different point. Get to a different point as we continue to talk about it, as we continue to bring light to the different diseases, to the different ways to manage, to the different ways in which people are experiencing it. I think that way we will get to a point where um, those who are suffering will be able mm-hmm. to to speak up and then be able to take responsibility for their disease and take yeah. responsibility within their management. Absolutely. And I mean, it's fine to be open to changes along the way. I think, you know, that's something we, we're not 
often very open to, especially when it comes to mental illness, like to sort of say, okay, this is how you deal with it completely. And it's like, no, as you change as a human being and discover these oceans and oceans of yourself every year, it applies to the disease as well, or whatever it might be that you're dealing with. And I think, you know, we shouldn't make light of that, especially when you come back to, you know, how I usually phrase it to myself is facing myself, like no matter how Mm. frightening it is. And it's going to evolve with me and that's okay, but I have nothing to be ashamed of. And in owning it, I assert that. Yeah. So we hope that you have learned a little bit more about mental illness today. And if you're suffering in silence, you know, we hope that you find the courage to reach out to someone, to speak up about it and to, in a sense, be able to say, hey, I'm struggling. I need some help. There are lots of resources out there and it's you don't need to suffer in silence. You know, feel free to engage with us. Give us your feedback on this episode and anything interesting in terms of how you've been able to take responsibility in not just your life, but your life with a mental illness. I think we'd both be deeply interested to know what everyone out there has to share. Thank you so much for listening. And a note, we are not mental health professionals. All opinions expressed in this podcast are our own. Thanks again for listening.